Hello and welcome to the 43rd episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the game pass to my PlayStation Plus Plus, Mr. Kale Adam. If you like what you hear, you can and should review us on Apple Podcasts. Written reviews really help. Or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Long Live Pod. We also have a YouTube channel, which is also Long Live Play. Again, SEO is not fantastic, so you scroll down just a little bit, but we're not far away. With that out of the way, Kale, how are you going? Govinda, today slapped the shit out of me, much in the manner that Will Smith did (laughs) to one Chris Rock just the other night. Boom! How do you like them apples? Huh? Um, Too soon? What, the slap from Will Smith to Chris Rock, or are you weaving it into how you're going? I'm actually fine. I just that was just too good a setup. I feel it just it was too timely, uh, and I just I saw it and I went for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think of the slap, the slapping? I'm going to call it. They're calling it the slap heard around the world. <laughs> 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 Which I look, I'm here for it. I don't really understand. Although it is, it is funny. It's led to some quite serious discussions. Like on its face. On the face of Chris Rock, it's a little bit funny for me as a punter. But the reality is, he was assaulted in front of the world and no one did anything about it. (laughs) Like, it just went on. Well, the police asked if he wanted to press charges and he declined the opportunity to press charges. Also, I saw that his next show in Chicago sold more tickets in 24 hours after that slap than like the five weeks leading up to it. So it's probably going to work out net positive for him. But what do you think of the actual reaction, like the slap itself? Well, the slap physically didn't look that bad. I feel like I could have taken... I've taken harder slaps than that. So at first, obviously before it became apparent it was a very real situation, I thought it was a PR stunt for sure. I didn't know the Academy Awards were on until I saw Chris Rock get slapped in the face. Yeah, me too. It was quite strange for us. Because I think for you and I, it was like lunchtime during the day like when this happened live like because we're yeah. we live on the fucking bottom of the planet so yeah it's it's really uh it's really an interesting development i think i also just think it's really strange that it happened at all like yelling from the crowd and like heckling because you didn't like a joke is one thing yeah but physically getting on stage and assaulting someone like i guess it's battery because it's physical yeah um, I guess that's where I'm like, okay, that seems yeah, over real... the top and unnecessary. Like, It does seem like there's a few screws loose, I think. I, I was fascinated to see like the coverage of it, and I kind of watched it in real time, because again, it was like lunchtime that it was kind of happening. Like, How quickly the story went from, uh, you know, that he had hit Chris Rock, and then it was sort of like walked back and softened, and like people were like, well, his fist wasn't closed, you know, it was a slap. Like, there was like this real negotiation it was like well he didn't really hit him it was more of just like a, a, a little slap <laughs> like as if yeah, that's there was somehow a, different <laughs> i could be wrong and I, I don't know someone can correct me if they want to i feel like i saw a video of his initial reaction to the joke and he's laughing like will smith is in the crowd laughing yeah and so the assumption is that he looked over to jada and she wasn't having a good time and then he was like i'm gonna go slap this bitch 
Uh, by which I you mean know, it's... Chris Rock and not Jada, I presume. <laughs> just to of be course. clear. The, the, just obviously, we all know who he ended up slapping, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's funny because then I start seeing all of those videos of that interview that they did together where Jada essentially admits to cheating on him and not having any remorse for it. And that, and then they kind of twist into it being like, oh, yeah, we had an open marriage and everything was... Yeah, we yeah. agreed to this. But it feels like she cheated on him. He hooked up with a bunch of people just to kind of get back at her. Mm. And it's that whole thing has set this up to feel extra weird to me. I, f- so. I feel like I haven't thought about Will Smith in a very long time. And so all that, like I kind of learned all that afterwards, like in reading. And it's, yeah, it's pretty weird. The whole, the whole thing. I just feel like it sets a uh, rocky precedence for people to assault comedians making jokes. On stage. And just the fact, I mean, people were shocked. In the audience, but at the same time, I think a lot of people thought maybe it was some kind of performance. Like, yeah, true. In the moment, you could definitely it be something that was set up for the thing. But I guess you kind of quickly realize after Chris Rock's reaction to it that it was mm. not fake because he's fully like rattled. He really did do a good job of just like rolling with it after that. Like, I would, I would like walk off stage crying or something. I would like cause <laughs> some kind of scene like. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's oh, but um, the, I not think really how you're going or how we're going, but it is the topical thing to talk to, about now, isn't it? To round it out, I did see like worse, far worse than the slap itself were just the nuclear takes that were posted afterwards. Like people on Twitter and like their, you know, the just the over-dramatization of it. Like the best one was um, Judd Apatow, where he was like, he, he could have killed him. And you're like, well, no, he... No, he couldn't have. It wasn't a king hit. Let's not pretend this was like he walked up behind him and punched him in the yeah. back of the head. Like, yeah. he couldn't have killed him, actually. And then there was another one that was like, well, we all just had to witness an assault. And I think the audience should receive an apology because we were abused having to see that, <laughs> having to be subjected. And it's just horrific that Mr. Smith would do that. My mental state will never be the same again with all my money and this one (laughs) weird instance of watching Will Smith slap Chris Rock. (laughs) It's a weird time to be alive. And it's so funny, like, oh, it's actually really not funny, but the way that pushed the Ukraine war out of the top spot on Twitter. Suddenly that's (laughs) That's, the top story in the world. Do you think uh, Russia planned it? Russia planned Will Will Smith is a Russian plant and they said that trigger word and he just walked on stage and slapped someone because they knew the sanctions would cease after Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. (laughs) That was the other one. I saw another one that went viral and it was someone was like, well, Chris Rock did make fun of Jada Pinkett Smith and you should never make fun of someone with a terminal illness. You're like, she has alopecia. You don't die of that. (laughs) It's just, you just don't grow Many people have alopecia. And I was saying this to a friend the other day. Well, not the other day, like yesterday, because that's pretty much when it happened. I've seen comedians on stage, like, talk to someone in the crowd and they turn out to be blind and then they make blind jokes. Yeah, yeah, that's way hectic, way more hectic. It's a joke. And that's what I mean. Like, I saw something where Jim Carrey was like, he was like, I was appalled at the standing ovation that Will Smith got. Because I think after he did his acceptance speech, he got a standing ovation. It was weird to see him win after that. Like after that, he almost took the wind out of his own sails. He finally won an Oscar. That isn't what it's about. The whole show now is about this slap, and he took it away from himself. To round out, we can move on. But I I told Aaron I was going to badly 
plagiarize a joke that I heard on Twitter because amidst the darkness, there was some light and these were the jokes. And the one I saw that really made me chuckle was Will Smith's marriage is open to anything except apparently some light ribbing of his wife's medical conditions. (laughs) It's fun. Uh, It's fun. Okay. Well, um, but how how are you going? (laughs) I'm actually, it's been a bit of a slow week. Not a lot to really report, just sort of working, nothing great. Oh, I had to give the i30 back this week. Oh, this morning, sorry. That was... Oh, no. It was. It was a blow. And I had to go back to my fucking messy car with its lack of features. Just get it cleaned. The lack of features you can't really fix unless you buy a new car. There's no cleaning just buy a new car, dude. Honestly. Yeah, it's just, not gonna... just finance a car. It's not that, that expensive. I want to leave this country, Govinda. I can't be tied down. You know what I mean? I want to leave these okay. shores. Yeah, yeah sure, you, sure you do. <laughs> <sighs> but look, yeah, honestly, no, not a lot to report. Just um, fucking video games, working, hanging out with that little dog of mine. How about you? Okay. You got something more exciting? No, no, not really. Other than the fact I woke up this morning with a... It seems like I've got a tiny little piece of glass in my thumb, so if it catches on any bit of fabric or anything, it what? really hurts, and I can't find it. Like, it's it's in there. It's microscopic. Almost, it's the most, it's the strangest thing I've ever experienced. Like, a little bit of fiberglass in there or something. Like, I can't see it, but it catches on stuff, and it really hurts, and so I can't mm. take it out because I can't see it, and now I'm just stuck in this world of hurt. But that's the most eventful thing that's happened to me for a little while, so as you can imagine... Not much, dude. Just chilling. <laughs> we can lead straight into the next part of the show, which is what we've been playing. And I'm at the tip of the ice, El- Elden Ring iceberg. I'm two bosses away from finishing this game. Which I, I find surprising. Honestly, I said this to you and I didn't mean it disparagingly. Maybe I did. I don't know. But I didn't expect you to get this far. I expected you to give up a long time ago. I've actually gotten to a point now where... Well, okay. I'm not. The Platinum is still not happening for a little while probably i reckon another 10 plus hours for the platinum the boss i could probably finish the game in the next two hours definitely a little bit of cleanup to do and a couple of bosses and one of them specifically i'm dreading dealing with millennia sucks (laughs) (laughs) millennia i think Um, you could say the name she she sucks dude the health regen thing sucks i tried her again a couple of times yesterday and i just don't i just don't know if i've got it in me but i must you know what i mean it's um look we discussed this i mean i i should just quickly say I did get the platinum. I finished the game in the past week. I've tried to move on, but I actually have somehow put another 10 hours into this game, which I think is the highest praise I can give a video game. I think it is, and especially for you. Very rare you you pop that platinum and then just go immediately. Like, I didn't even stop playing. I got the platinum and I just started a new character and just... You know what's crazy? I'd say not. it's not very rare. It's literally never happened. At least for me, my thing is like pop the platinum, uninstall the game yeah. and never look at it again. We've talked about that ritual where you just delete it off the dashboard and it's like one and done. Oh, sorry. I had a point and I was going somewhere. It's so fascinating to me that you beat the fire giant on your first go. I, I beat Millennia on my second it's so weird how people get caught on different yeah. bosses. Like it's Millennia wasn't an issue for me, but I had a very different build is what I'm thinking. Yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking too. And I think I'm going to go in there a little bit different. So I'm going to switch up my build a little bit and go from my amazingly almost broken Blasphemous Blade with mm. its amazing fire, death, whatever it's called, ashes on it. I'm going to go back to my uh, scythe. Okay, I've got yeah. the Swarm of Flies incantation, which throws out flies that cause bleed damage. 
And I think that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to start trying to bleed the shit out of her. Okay, okay. I'm trying to think what, like, for me, I just had a a colossal weapon. So, like, the, the, the mechanic that she regains health every time she hits you, I was sort of negating by just doing really big hits. So that would, that's, mm. kind of, I think if you're like doing little chip damage to her, it gives her more time to heal. Yeah. Cause if you only can get a couple of hits in, she'll then pretty much fully heal that again every time. And you that's really, fair. I just can't respec. I don't have any more. <laughs> yeah. Tears. And that's tough. And the other thing is you really shouldn't be blocking her. Cause if you even like yeah, block, yeah. she gets health back. So it's like, you want to hit her and not be hit, which is much easier said than done. <laughs> Very much so. But what I'm thinking is if I can get me in there with... I'm going to only equip Swarm of Flies and the Cure the cure the Rot spell, and I'm going to get my Mimic in there with the mm. Scythe and the Flies. So he's, we're th- all throwing Flies, we're all curing Rot, and we're all causing bl- more Blade damage with our Scythes. I think that could be enough to counteract her regen. Like we said, I'm happy to jump in there. I think, like, just keep getting all the other trophies. Leave that till literally last. And yeah, she might be my last one, but it's going to be such a... It's like the Valkyrie <laughs> fucking queen and God of God War of without War. fight broke me at the yeah. end. I, like, I shouldn't have left it to last. <laughs> yeah, why? Why is this the final thing? Uh, but I'm going to get there. Like, I, I'm very confident I will get the platinum. Hopefully by the next time we record, but... Who really knows how much it's gonna go? I'm away this weekend, so I'm I'm not gonna be able to do it this weekend. That cuts into it, and I, like it honestly, I reckon it took me eight or so hours just to clean up everything. Like, go get all the different yeah. things. I've got I was get all missing... the legendary ashes, incantations, and spells, and weapons, and all that stuff still. So yeah, it'll and take there some is time that... to clean it up. There is that secret boss. I struggle with that, but again, you'll probably just roll through that because we just had. Well, I'm at bits. like I'm at 87 hours now. And I, after I, after I finished that last area, I went back to the capital and then I was like, let's go clean some stuff up. I knew there was a boss that I'd missed somewhere. And I, and then I realized it's in a whole nother area that I'd never seen before. Which one was it? Just, I mean, we're uh, a month death, out. Death Root Catacombs, I think. Death Root. Oh yeah. 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 It's That's the underground whole... area under the capital region. Yeah. It's like with all the ants at the start and then you get. Yeah. 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 I'd never seen it. And I got there and I was like, what do you mean? Like, what do you m-? And how would... Uh, it's crazy that people figure that out because it's just after one of those bosses that is not mandatory at all, yeah. there's just a coffin sitting somewhere and you just interact with it and get in it and all of a sudden it's a cutscene and you're going to another area and you're like, wait, what? Is that like, the... Because there's, there's actually two coffins. One, you go down a waterfall. Is that the one where you go up the this waterfall? Is the up, yeah, this is I love the, that. Uh, this is not in the blood... The, the rot area, scarlet rot area. This is the... I love how the fucking... Deer ethereal deer i guess i'm gonna call it see see off for a river or whatever oh it's you know what it is it's at the the back of the aqueduct isn't it where you fight the gargoyle where you fight the yeah yeah. so it just blew me away that i'm like man i've played this game more than almost any other game and i I just found a whole new area that i like it's big and decent there's probably heaps of shit in here that i'm never gonna see there's actually like some cool Again, you'll see it when you go for the different endings, but like there's, yeah, there's actually like pretty interesting lore stuff that happens in there. Like NPC yep. quest lines end up there. And uh, I've got to clean up a bunch of NPC quest lines too. So there's going to be that as well that I'm going to have to do. Well, it's, uh, I find myself in a weird place. I literally just bought and downloaded Crusader Kings 3 moments before we started recording. So I'm looking forward to diving into that. I have to say though, I have very little inclination to get back to Forbidden West. I don't know why. I know I need to, but I just, all week, I've been like, ah, I should play it. And every time I do, I, I just fuck around Limgrave again. I just keep playing Elden Ring. <laughs> It'll come. 
It'll come. It was like, I didn't go straight back to Horizon after Zelda. I think I played a bunch of other stuff and then came back to it later in the year. Yeah. I would, I would say just go back and listen to the episode where we first got it. Yeah. And listen to you talk about it. And then you'll be like, nah, it is fucking good. And That's right. Like, Maybe. Who knows? I feel like I'm, I'm pretty close to the end too. So I really should just nut it out. You know what I mean? Well, see, it's going to be another platinum run for me. So it's like, I'm mm. going to have to. I need a little breather. Get through that. So. I don't, have, I don't really have too much on the horizon either that I can think of, so that's I'm, kind of it for me. I'm glad you said that because in one of my weekly lectures that I hold for my wife on the state of the video game industry, I was telling her that there's really nothing for the rest of the year. <laughs> At this point, well, like there's, there's dribs and drabs. and Nothing again, confirmed. Nothing confirmed, and, but there's nothing like the month we just had coming. Like, there's just... It's going to be dribs and drabs, and they're going to be spread out by months. But this is going to be a barren year. I'm calling it now. Should we have paced ourselves on Elden Ring, you think? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, realistically. uh... Should I have played Elden Ring? Like, essentially, I've almost put in a part-time job playing Elden Ring for the last four weeks. Mm. Should I have eased up on that? I think we both should have. Maybe I should have. Because it's about (laughs) to get real... Real weird and real quiet, but well, look, we'll- it is what it is. Uh, have I played anything else? Mm, no, no, I haven't. Oh, you know what? We do have to uh, ha- get a Destiny happening. I bought it. I just haven't played it at all because I hate myself. Do you- I wish... Uh, is there a way that I can just transfer your DLC? No, I don't think so with that game. It's worth a shot. It's worth a it shot. Go. I'll see if I can download it from your account and see what happens. That would be interested. I feel like a games as a service. I don't think is... it's gonna work. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they're too smart for that. But they are too smart, unfortunately, motherfuckers. Apparently, it's really good. By the way, like the I've actual ac- story of the expansion is apparently very good. I've heard very conflicting things because that was the general consensus. It reviewed very well, except for fellow Australian Skillup, who's no, reviews- no, no. That's what I'm referring to specifically. He says this general state of Destiny is very mm. bad. Yeah, but he loved the actual campaign that this this expansion brings, and I guess that's all we're after. We're not really looking to. I'm I'm not going to keep playing it after I finish it. Really, let's be honest. Yeah, look, that's uh, that's fine. But he had some good points that like the things that happen in the open world are useless because you're way too over leveled for them, and it's they've never been scaled to match. The Crucible doesn't really get any new content ever for any reason no, at any time. No. I have There's noticed a whole game that. mode that's useless. Like, yeah, it is an interesting spot where you do feel very overpowered for what they've given you, except for very specific expansion content that they give you. So it's it is funny when someone like that points that out because I didn't. I guess like all that is true, but it, it didn't really affect me. I was just like, all right, well, because we ignored it the whole time. Like, yeah, I never did those like live events that happen in the ge- in the world. Like I just skipped them completely all the time. But that's probably because they're the exact same as they were like six months after launch. Yeah, and I don't need to do them. So I, I could be down for that. Give me give me a week to finish Elden Ring, and we can do it. Don't do it without me, motherfucker. I won't. I've held off this long. What if I just jumped in tonight and <laughs> smashed you it? You would up? though. That's like you and your. Oh, I've actually finished it already. No, Sorry. that'll be a good, uh, a good stream. We should also do uh, Returnal, but I heard oh. that it was pretty average. Uh, see, I've actually heard the opposite, but who knows? Okay, good. That's good. That's good. I only saw one thing from Polygon. I don't really like Polygon, so that is what it is. No one does, Govinda. No one does. <laughs> it's really true. They are the worst. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> 
Govinda, now it's time for some quick fire news. Would it shock you to know that there's not a lot today? Uh, It's sort of a weird week, with the mammoth exception of the final story, the the, the PS Plus Plus thing that we're going to talk about at the end. But other than that... Oh, I'm really really happy you're using my term PS Plus Plus. (laughs) I'm really happy because I coined that a while ago with my guesses at what Spartacus would be called and... PS Plus Plus was top of my list. It's actually not a bad name. I would be like, I wouldn't be shocked if they had come up with that. It's kind of dumb. We have to be honest, but like, it's oh no, it's, it it's works. dumb, but it's almost funny dumb. Yeah, you know, like, no, I don't think they have that sense of humor. I don't think they. It's like ironic. Yeah, it's a little ironic. Uh, it's the end of the month, Kavinda. So you know what that means. French website D Labs has leaked the upcoming PlayStation Plus lineup. Would you like to know what you can look forward to? Probably not playing this month. <laughs> Can I guess? You have it in front of you. It's not fair. It's not funny. It's Did not you hear my fair. mouse clicks? Yeah, okay, that <laughs> yes. is fair. I do have it in front of me. <laughs> what are we going to get, Kale? All right, look, we've got Hood, Outlaws, and Legends for PS5, PS4. This, off the top of the dome, I believe, is the multiplayer uh, take on Robin Hood. It's meant to be like Dark Fantasy. I, I actually heard it was all right. Uh, then we have Slay the Spire for PS4. I actually love that game. I have it on Switch. It's very good. You would hate it, though. It's a... Uh, Wait, Slay the Spire? Yeah, it's like a card-based survival roguelike game. Yeah, it looks bad. <laughs> uh, and then we have SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated Edition for the <laughs> PS4. So it's, it's a weird month. Okay, I'm going to be so honest with you. I know absolutely definitively I probably won't play Hood or Slay the Spire. Mm. I just know that Sean is going to be so into free SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom (laughs) and it's got co-op and we will probably play that together for sure. I want to say that I've heard of people really liking this game. I don't know if it's like actually good. Maybe it's like ironically good. I'm fairly certain that... We play, me and Sean played this together a long time ago, like the original version on like PS2. So, okay, I can, I can probably get on board with this rehydrated. Yeah, interesting. And hydration is important, so like, why not? So, that's something you can look forward to or not. I honestly probably won't add any of them to my download list. <laughs> honestly, I like the first two, Hood and Slay the Spire, I'm not even going to add to my library. I've gotten pickier with what I'm going to add to my library and I'm not just adding everything ever that's on PlayStation Plus anymore. I'm just going to add things that I'm actually sort of... I have to be half interested. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like... I actually... Do you know that you can hide games in your library? Yes, I did know that. I've hidden everything that I think is shit. Yeah, me too. I I found a lot of satisfaction in doing that. That's when I decided I wasn't going to just put everything in my library. Yeah, I was very happy to do that. (laughs) My OCD was so, so pleased. No one will ever see it either. Like, even you don't give a shit to look at my <laughs> game library. Like, so who else is going to, right? Well, I wouldn't know because it's so well curated. I just think you but have really like, good fuck. taste, you know? You've never bought a shit game in your life. It's, <laughs> But I have. Oh, but I have. <laughs> I'm just going to throw in a surprise little quick hit here because of two reasons. A, because I can, and B, because of nepotism. Govinda, have you heard of the indie hit... Unpacking. Um, wait, no? Is it the same as moving out? No, it's or is not. It the it's... opposite of moving out. <laughs> no, it's actually, uh, I think, I don't know how moving out did, but Unpacking is a video game developed by Witchbeam, which is my cousin through Marriage's indie studio. So uh, we're just going to, we're just plugging that now, and that's fine. If you want to call that corruption, 
That's if I don't get a if I don't get a download code, then I'm gonna cut this out. Could probably organize that. It's um it's like a critical darling. It just won a shitload awards of awards at GDC. They all got to be on stage. Actually, fun fact, and I, I don't know where this would have uh, slotted in, but everyone at GDC got COVID apparently, <laughs> which should surprise <laughs> no one. Um, uh, it's it's that at this point to me, and I know people will disagree, but for me that sounds like you. All I heard just then is everyone at GDC got the flu. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's what happens at conventions yeah, and uh, large events. So that's okay. Carry on with your lives. Yeah. No, that's kind of the thing. So anyway, sorry. I just saw the announcement that unpacking is coming to PS5 and PS4. And it's, um, yeah, it's a good chill little game. Get us some codes, Kale. Oh, let's see what I can do. Let's see what I can do. If you can't swing codes from <laughs> a literal relative of yours, I'm going to be so disappointed in you. <laughs> I think it would be better to buy them and support them. That would be my inclination. Okay, so we have a podcast, and I would say it's Australia's number one. Well, I've I've caught myself out. <laughs> <laughs> Rephrase that. It's the number that. one Australian PlayStation podcast. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, Ain't no one doing this shit I better think, than us. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, not no Australians. No Australians. That's right. That's an important caveat, Govinda. I'm glad you that's said that. That's an important caveat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> Moving right along, Govinda, the next Battlefield title will not repeat the mistakes of 2042 if the words of DICE's CEO are to be believed. Do you believe them? I believe them, and you know why? Because they can't afford it to be this bad again. Yeah, there's not a lot of news here, but apparently the team has learnt a lot of, quote, valuable lessons, end quote, from the feedback (laughs) to this game, and apparently the next... Again, according to rumor, the next game will be set in a modern or near modern setting, which I think that makes like I've, I I kind of hate the future shooter thing. It annoys oh, me. Me too, dude. It I, I don't me. want these guns that look like like I don't want an M4 that looks like an M4, but they're going to call it some M5 something. Like just, yeah. just do real guns, real time. I need war zones to look like a war zone. I am almost so glad they called this game Battlefield 2042 because now they can just re- release Battlefield 6. Hmm. You know, like this feels like a this feels like the and uh, this is no slight at Bioshock Two, but this feels like the Bioshock Two of oh no let's let's do the Arkham what is it Arkham City yeah you know the one that was done by the other developer and it was called something different and it didn't really fit in with the anyway that's going to annoy me now I know what you're talking about I know. don't worry about it I'm just glad they didn't call it Battlefield Six because now it doesn't feel like it's even canon it's not even part of the series it's just like a little offshoot they were like oh we fucked this up randomly but here's Battlefield Six and it's actually awesome and cool. Uh, but unfortunately, we probably won't see it for two years, at least. It's very weird what, I don't know, people, creators, like creators of fiction, think is going to happen in 20 years. Like, why do we think that shit's going to be this advanced in 2042? It's already 2022. What do you really think it's going to... Like, what has changed between now and 2002, really? Outside of, like, smartphones and... We still wear the That's same a huge clothes. advancement. Yeah, but it's still the same. Like, even you look at... The war. In well, no, Ukraine. but like now you can now you can li- literally get mech suits and like bionic limbs if you need them. Not that really. Wasn't possible though. Twenty. You can though. If that y- your mistake is talking about a common man, I'm talking about the military where everything begins and then eventually trickles down. This is my point entirely. Like the Russians right now in a modern war are using tanks that are based on a World War Two design. It's the the technology is the not tanks, much sure, different. Right? The tanks, sure, but like drone technology is there. You know, that's true. I feel like guns, on the other hand, are like, why would you change the M4? It's already such a 
versatile, well-rounded weapon. Both the Ukrainians you know? and the Russians are using, not entirely, but they have AK-47s, which have been yeah. around at this point for 70 years. What's to say they exactly. won't be using them in another 20? <laughs> well, guns are just like such a mechanical, like raw mechanical thing that you don't really need to innovate that much on them, I can't imagine. It's weird though, isn't it? Because we like think that in 2042, we're going to have this fucking drone-guided assault rifle that somehow pinpoints the weak points of your ceramic body armor that can take laser blasts or something. You're saying ceramic body armor like it doesn't already exist. I, I know that it vaguely exists. There's there's plates and stuff that you can get for sure. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. The, the, the war zone thing where you're putting armor plates back into your vest, like there actually are vests and you put armor plates into them. That's a legitimate 100% real thing. It's pretty cool. Learned that from Call of Duty. I'm going to get one you? for no reason. Just to have... Well, no, I I learned it from someone I played Call of Duty with who had a lot of guns and did have one of those vests. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I want a gun. Fuck, I wish I had guns too. Too bad we live in this. I've got like two guns here, but (laughs) I did... I I don't. (laughs) Too bad we we live in this authoritarian regime that has outlawed guns and we have to live in a safe society where mass shootings are a memory of the past. Oh, it sucks for, to do that. I wish I had Damn a gun. John Howard. Did he do it? Yeah. Really? I remember the um. there was like the gun amnesty and people brought their guns in and got money for them. That was a I thing. believe that was the John Howard move after the, uh, what was it, like the preschool shooting? There was, the, I don't know, uh, I'm so bad at Port, my Port, own. Port Arthur? Yeah, I was going to say Port Arthur, but I don't know if that was like in the 70s or something. I'm so bad. I don't at- think it was. Uh, anyway, look, it, all I know is John Howard got rid of the guns. Okay, let's move along. <laughs> yeah. So we bogged down in Australian politics. It's awful. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Govinda. Sony Santa Monica has reiterated that the highly anticipated God of War Ragnarok is still planned to release in 2022, although they failed to give us a firm release date, which again, that doesn't really put me at ease. What's your lukewarm take on the situation? Are we getting it this year? You have the Govinda guarantee that it's coming out the first quarter of 2023. That's where I fall. I hate the yeah. Govinda guarantee, though. That just feels like... You've got the Govinda guarantee. <laughs> That's first like quarter the... 2023. No, I, I'm hopeful. I feel like Sony Santa Monica is a very good studio. And I feel like they're real solid. And they oh, do yeah. delay things when they need to. But they've been working on this for quite some time now. Like, it's, all going, it's going to be four years by the end of this year. Even yep. more, because it came out early 2018. So it'll be four and a half years ago. So I, yep. I, they've had heaps of time and I, I, they're such a good studio. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they hit their release window. I hope they do because this really is the, the one thing that could unseat Elden Ring for me. Like if this is incredible. Honestly, I don't know that it could though. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it could either. As good as it's going to be. I, like even mm. for me, like and I didn't anticipate liking Elden Ring as much as I do. Yeah, yeah. And even for me, I'm like, dude, I don't think there's a game I've played in the last four years that I've put this much time into and played this much. And so it's, it's going to be a tough one for anyone to unseat Elden Ring from Game of the Year. But that that anyway. being said, that original God of War was very fucking good. Oh, dude, I got, game of my life. Yeah, I got sucked down the rabbit hole with that. That was like one of those games where it was just like, I finish work and I am locked in because I need to get to the end so it can't be spoiled for me. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It was such a good game, and I, it's almost like I, I'm almost forgetting how fucking good it was when I got there, and it's, it, it really is going to depend on what you're into. Like, one, obviously, we don't know what it is, and we 
don't know it's going to be that good. But if it's anything like the first one, it's going to really depend on like, do you like the exploration, open world kind of not knowing what you're doing or where you're going? Or do you like that story driven, single player, not as open experience, that focus experience? And that's going to be what like will define your game of the year at the end, I guess. I will say like part of me is a little disappointed that they, I always thought this was going to be a trilogy, and then they came out and said, no, this is the end. Like, this will be the end of this this Norse saga. And I don't know why, but I feel a little disappointed in that. Although, maybe I shouldn't. I'm actually okay with it. Sometimes I feel like they push it a little, and they just keep going and keep going. Uh, lukewarm take again. Uh, I'm happy for them to do a new IP. They've been doing God of War for decades. I, I mean, the obvious thing is that they do another mythology. I don't know how you make that work smoothly like does that trick work twice i'm sure you can do it if you need to but i i'm just kind of like i I think it's time for them to do something different like they've they've grown so much from the first god of war to what god of war is now imagine them just doing something completely different i'd be so into it i just had a just a fucking insane image pop into my mind which was kratos tombstone pile driving jesus christ off a mountain (laughs) Could they take on the Christian gods? <laughs> oh, dude. Wouldn't no one ever takes on the Christian gods, dude. They would get cancelled so quickly. Except for, uh, I believe, it's either Persona 1 or 2. Oh, no, no, I think you fight Satan. But it implies the existence of the Christian god because well, he is... Well, it does. I just want them to take on the Christian gods, right? Like, mm. I want God capital G, to be fighting Kratos, just like <laughs> Odin is going to fight him. But like a total badass too, like just... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Like, he's not just like white robes, whatever. Like, I need him to have like sick, like throwing lightning and I don't know, mm. whatever God does in Christian mythology, smite thee. He's a little bit sneaky, I think. I think he does, like, he does the, the plague of the rats and the toads and he, you know, he takes the firstborns and that's some old testament Locusts shit. and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to flood the arena that you're fighting in. It <laughs> becomes just an underwater you. battle. He's just chilling on a wooden boat full of animals uh. and throwing, throwing lions at you and shit. I, look, I, I, okay, I like a tight two series. I'm happy with that. Tight two and then just move on and do something completely different and get away from God of War. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I think I think it's I think you're right. Maybe it's time they do something new. Finally, Govinda, there could be more PlayStation surprises to come this week. Our dear listeners will never know, but we very nearly for the first time split this show because we thought we weren't going to get the Spartacus news in time, but then we did. But according to PlayStation podcast host Greg Miller over at Kind of Funny, there are at least at least according to him and his sources, there are at least two more PlayStation-related rumours that could come to a head just this week. Speculate. What do you think the other two are? Because we know about one. We're going to talk about it very soon. But what would you guess? I feel like it's well past time for the Last of Us multiplayer thing. I feel like that needs to be... If that Mm -hmm. isn't sorted out really soon, I'm kind of concerned for Naughty Dog because that shit was meant to be out a long time ago and they've just been radio silent. So that's what I feel like one of them needs to be that. As for the other, I guess it can't be the God of War Ragnarok release date. That seems like it would be weird <laughs> for them to come out the same week and be like, actually, it yeah. is. Yeah, we've got a release date. That's fine. I don't think the last of us two multiplayer is happening anymore. It's my feeling on the thing because they've been so quiet about it and it has been so long since that game has come out. I yeah. think they've probably given up on it. 
I just don't know if they have a thing. I feel like they're going to announce like another acquisition. Too many acquisitions. I, no, 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 no. I know it's too many, but that's just what, how the industry is now. And if we're going to dream big, not dream big, I guess. I don't think it's a necessarily a good thing for anyone. Um, but I feel like it could be a big one. Like it could be like a, we've bought Konami. Yeah, that'd be huge. That'd be kind of a cool one too. But I don't know. I feel like we're reaching like a critical mass of acquisitions now where it's like, that's too much. Like, what does it even mean to yeah. have Konami? Like, the fuck is well, that? Well, it means you get all their <laughs> games. And, and maybe it'll be like, not like a, uh, not like a, Bungie one where you're just like, hey, you actually, they are our games now. <laughs> yeah. And like Bungie where it's like, oh, no, like Bungie's still doing its thing, but we just own them, but they just do whatever they want and release it anywhere and it's fine. I would also like to see like the announcement of another IP that we haven't seen because there's developers that are doing stuff that we haven't heard from in a long time. It's true. Like, what is Ben doing? Well, yeah, they had all the fuckery. Like what's Studio Japan doing? Yeah, that... As cool as all that is, I just thought of this. I think it might be something more mundane, like they'll announce uh, the release of PSVR support on PS5. You know, like something just dumb like uh, that. I think it would be more likely they'd announce the release date of PSVR 2. Yeah, yeah, interesting. That I think would be more likely. And I don't think you're going to get PSVR 1 support on a PS5. I think it's going to be you will get PSVR through PSVR 2 on a PS5. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. It's hard to speculate on literally nothing, so we'll just, <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. But Govinda, now it's time for the news we care about. After months of speculation, the newly revamped PlayStation Plus offering has been revealed and promises plenty of content to players willing to pay its premium price. Big picture, PS Now and PS Plus have been combined and there will be three tiers of service available when the service goes live in June. Essential is PlayStation Plus as we have it now. Two free games a month with access to cloud storage and online play. The extra tier will include all of the Essential tier's benefits and give players access to nearly 400 PS4 and PS5 titles, including Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal at launch. All will be downloadable, which is very nice. I like, fuck, I wrote in a little Borat thing for myself and I just... I just fudged it. As a quick sidebar, Govinder, I think it's time for Borat references and impersonations to come back. Very nice. <laughs> the premium tier includes all of the above and in addition will add an additional 340 PS4 and PS5 games. A selection of PS1, PS2, PS3 and PSP titles, RIP the Vita, available for streaming or download. In addition, time-limited game trials will be available for certain games. It should be noted that first-party exclusives will not be coming to the service day and date, a key difference between Sony's offering and Xbox's, Xbox's Game Pass service. Who Breathe. Take some breaths. All right, firstly, let's clear something up really quickly. The premium, the premium one uh, doesn't have additional PS4, PS5 games. It has... Addition, 340 additional games that include PS3 and PS2 and PSP games. Oh, see, actually, the way I read that was that you actually get access to 700 PS4 and PS5 games plus PS1, PS2, PS3. No, because it says on their blog post, it says adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available 
oh, is including right, the right, PS3, right. a catalog yep. of beloved classic games on PS2 and PSP. No PS1, which seems strange to me, but hey. Oh, I thought it was I PS1. I've, I've included uh, that. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. It is, it is. Sorry, I, did, I missed that completely. I didn't see the word, the, the, the PS1 word. It says original PlayStation. Uh, so that's there as well. So that's the one thing to clear up. Uh, but a total of like almost 800 games if you get the premium it is pretty one, wild. which is pretty wild. Uh, and unlike the leaks that were coming out before this happened, they are all downloadable for play, except I'm assuming the the PS3, PS2, PSP ones. Yeah, I think I did read something about that, that that would be streamable. Oh, okay. Well, no, we're learning as we go. The PS3 games available via cloud streaming, but uh, the the PS2, PS1 ones just says a catalog of beloved PS2 games, both available for streaming and download. So yeah. the PS3 shitty architecture strikes again. You can only stream PS3 games, but the old the old PS2, PS1, PSP games look like they're all downloadable, which is awesome. So here's my concern with this, and I, I kind of like alluded to, I really haven't had a lot of time to think about this. This dropped this morning. I've been at work all day. We came straight into this. I don't know that there's a lot here for me. Like, I think I'm probably just going to, no. I don't know, may, I'll definitely give premium a month, but I'm kind of fine with just the standard what we have. I've played all the games I want. I don't need a library of 300 of them. I own <laughs> well, fucking hundreds of I was video say, games. I have a library probably of 300 yeah, games it's... right now. The only thing that would have made this for me is first party exclusives coming day one, which is not happening. Right? Yeah. And quite frankly, I believe them, the sort of party line, which is that that would dilute the quality if they're trying to like push these games out to fill. Yeah. 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 I actually believe that. And I kind of like. I, uh... I do too. Uh, no, I'm totally with you. I, there was a... Let's, I'll pull it up, actually, just while we're here. Jim Ryan had an interview with GameIndustry.biz, and his his quote about that was, we feel like we're in a good virtuous cycle with the studios where the investment delivers success, which enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like that cycle, and we think our gamers like that cycle. He continues to go through it, but essentially it's just like, yeah, we make really good games and they sell really well. And then we reinvest and we make more really good games and they sell really well. And it's not, he's not wrong. Like if you look at Xbox and PlayStation, people know PlayStation for their exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's the reason I have a PlayStation. It's just because those exclusives were too good to miss out on. And so this necessarily, not a, this isn't necessarily for me because I've played probably all of the things that are going to be on there that I want, but there are so many games on there. Like, I think Game Pass is sitting right now at like 170 games that you have on Game Pass. Yeah. And obviously you get day one exclusives. But until Bethesda starts making games and Activision Blizzard starts making games, your exclusives are Halo, Forza, Gears. Yeah, Gears. I'm sure there's more. but like, There is. The big ones. There's stuff like, you know, State of Decay, a lot of other things. It's weird, though, because Game Pass is more attractive to me than this because it actually lets me play games that I haven't played before. Whereas this, I own all the best PlayStation games because that's where I buy my games. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the another thing that sets Game Pass apart and probably makes it more, I guess, feasible for Xbox to do this is that it's available on like PC, phones, tablets. Yeah. And I don't imagine this PlayStation Plus subscription thing is going to be available on PC. You know what I mean? No, and... Again, that's sort of, uh, like, look, we're not here to lick Sony's butthole. <laughs> I think this is another reason why I personally think Game Pass is more attractive to me. Like, I've got Total War Warhammer 3, which is a game I fucking 
you know, I would have jumped through a, a fucking glass window to get at. I just got that as a part of Games Pass for PC. So that's like offering me things yeah. that, yeah, I couldn't get on PlayStation. That's not to say this isn't for anyone. It's no, just me no. to be very deep in the PlayStation ecosystem and have been for a long time. But like, friend of the show, Sean, probably will get a lot out of this. Like, he's yeah. never been someone who's going to buy brand new games day one, whatever. But for 15 bucks a month, if he can choose from 400 games and a lot of them are Sony's best games. Yeah. They might be a little bit older, but he doesn't care. And they're yeah. probably going to play better anyway because they've got patched up and they are better than ever. So you're right. For someone who's maybe a little more casual in their gaming and doesn't need to stay up to date, I think this is pretty impressive. They're going to make money hand over fist with this thing. That's undeniable. I think this will be a huge hit. i got to say, like the... um. The game trials is something I might be interested in. It sucks that game that's... Game demos for sure. Yeah, it sucks that that's in the premium tier, but... <laughs> I mean, you know, it is what it is. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, that is a bit disappointing. At least should have been an extra. You know, it should have been in the yeah, extra for sure. But, they... but hey, what are you going to do? I will also say this. I feel it in the bottom of my heart that a majority of these games that we're going to get are going to be the ones that already exist. So, like, the PS2 remaster of Bully or, like, the PSP version of Persona oh, 3. Like, all the yeah, games that you 100%. can... percent Yeah, it's just going to be all of that lumped together. And to be, again, to be real, a lot of it's kind of crap. Like, I've been through the whole PSP store many, many, many times because that is a static pool of games and there's not a lot there that i want to play oh no not at all I, that's why I, I don't think the premium is anything i'll ever be interested in the extra maybe like every like we're going into like a very quiet time right and if there's something yeah. sick in there or a few sick things in there like i'll do two months of, of extra it's only another five dollars a month that i'm paying yeah now and like i'll do that oh maybe it's actually a little bit more what are we paying now i actually didn't do the conversion i my understanding is that premium is basically double what we pay now and yeah, okay, and it's like, yeah, like $5 extra US Yeah. Um, for, for the extra one. The naming is bad. I'm going to say it, though. <laughs> Essential, extra, and premium. I'm like, you just need to call it PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Plus Plus, and PlayStation Premium. I really, I mean, the leaks were way better. <laughs> like, it should have been platinum, gold, and silver. And oh, then, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. But you, you can't do that because then you've got Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. That's tough. Uh, so... Yeah, I can see myself doing it. I just, it's, the thing is, I just need to see a list. I need to see the list of all of the games that are in there. But the ones that they put on there, like, it's going to include Spider-Man and Mortal Kombat and Returnal and God of War. And I'm like, yeah, I've got all of them. And, and I don't... I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Like, Mortal Kombat 11, didn't that... Oh, I think that was Mortal Kombat 10 came to PlayStation Plus in months. Like, in recent months. But uh, And you still get... Like, I got an email from PlayStation this morning. That's how I knew this news had dropped, is they were like, hey, just so you know, like, your PlayStation Plus is exactly the same. Nothing's changing. Your price isn't changing. You're not losing any benefits. But You'll just have more options now. Yeah, you can give which us means more money. You, well, if you have a PS5, you still get the PlayStation collection. Yeah, I was confused. So, that's not going away. That's staying. Well, yeah. That's still, that's still there. So, if you get a PS5 at launch, you still have so many free games that are the best of the best. Yeah. For free. Now, it's very interesting. I think there is... Uh, we'll have to see how this goes for us here in Australia. They say they're launching in June in, like, select regions. I th believe they said it was starting in Asia and maybe will be a part of that. And then it's coming yeah, to America? It's, it's going to do a regional rollout between, I assume, soon and June. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I could. <laughs> uh, I wonder what we'll be in because I know like often we get lumped into like Oceania. the UK and Europe. Yeah, but also we get lumped into Asia as well. So we are we are the purgatory of the world. We don't have a place. It's also one of those things like I kind of want a Steam Deck. And there is just no time frame for us to be allowed to buy them. We're just, we are in the purgatory for some of these things. It's just like, you need to get your brother, you need to buy one and send it to your brother and get him to send it to you. That's the only way you're getting one. I looked into it. It's too annoying because then you're locked into it. Like you would need a US Steam account, it's not region free. Oh, that's Yeah, it's too annoying. Oh, wait. I don't actually need one. I just want it. The Steam Deck's one of those things that I think everything I've seen is very positive about it, except for the speakers that sound apparently sound like shit. But yeah. I'm almost one of those people. I'm like, I just wait for the Steam Deck too. It's kind of like that. It is kind of like you know? that. Like it's very good, but I feel like it'll just only be better on the next one. And yeah, well, anyway, we just diverged into something completely <laughs> different here. So that's that. I don't know. That's it. That's yeah, the, honestly, the PlayStation the- Plus Plus, as I'm calling it. Yeah, there's not too much more to go over. I think it's going to be very lucrative for them, which only works well for us. That means more money for the first Well, party. I was crunching some numbers a little bit, and there were, when I read the article in uh, GameIndustry.biz, and they were talking about the investment side of things, and I was like, okay, well, it's, there's 48 million PlayStation Plus subscribers. Yeah. If all of them just move up to the extra tier, not even the premium tier, it's an extra $5 a month. We'll call it average $5 US a month, right? A cool $240 million a month extra they would make. That's nice. Which to me, I'm like, it seems like you could put games in there day one. (laughs) Yeah. But they'd make so much more than that on those games, you know? I think, again, it's, it's the long play. And maybe this is where we don't give Jim Ryan enough credit is that you can have both. You can make that extra hundreds of millions of dollars every month and get to say that your exclusive games are better and higher quality than everyone else's. You get to have both if you do it that way. Yeah, it's fair. And we, as the consumer, are the ones that suffer. I think we we reap the benefits. <laughs> well, I guess if, if the games are actually better for sure, but I, I look at that amount of money, I'm like, I feel like you can make some pretty good games for $240 million. Yeah. And it's... A month. I... I uh, let me reiterate, that's $240 million a month yeah. if every single PlayStation Plus user upgrades. So we're talking like over a billion dollars a year, $2 billion a year on yeah. top that they're making. And that's so not I'm even like, could- taking into account all the people that will do the premium level. Like, I'm sure a exactly. lot of people... But it's also... It, I, just, I just averaged it out there because obviously there's some people that won't upgrade at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. I see the... Yeah. Right? So, like us, like I'm... I don't know if I'm going to upgrade at all. Like, I don't know if I necessarily need to, but we'll wait to see the catalog that drops. The move, if it drops. Hopefully it drops. Yeah, the move for me, I this is how I use Game Pass, is I just sub for the month that something cool's there. And then I play that. And, like, as soon as I download the game, I cancel the auto-renew. Because I know... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, I know I don't need it. And I think I'll do the same here. Like, I'll just drop in, check it out. That's it. Yeah, I think this is going to be the perfect thing to have when I'm like, I'm bored, I don't know what to play, I've got no games I want to play, but I don't have $120 to buy a new PS5 game. Yeah, you know? yeah. God, I've Add wasted... another five bucks in my month and we're living the dream. I've wasted some money in exactly that state where you're just like kind of bored and you're like, oh, I guess I'll fucking try Dead Island Riptide. <laughs> I was going to say Jurassic World Evolution turned yeah. into the best $12 I'd ever spent. <laughs> it's a good. Uh, it's a good time. Well, if look, Jurassic World Evolution 2 is on 
this, I'm going to get it. We should say, as a quick, just a totally wild aside to, to lead us out today, I'm really excited to see the next Jurassic Park movie. They got me. When I went and saw Batman, I saw the trailer for this new... And it's just aimed. It's the nostalgia fuel. It's all the original cast of the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. Mashed together with Chris Pratt and his, all his friends. Yeah. And I'm here for it. It's fair. <laughs> nothing nothing hits my nostalgia button like just the, the theme of Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's good. The swelling theme <laughs> of that Jurassic Park series. And I'm like, I mean, I kind of know what this is. And it's probably going to be bad. Most of the Jurassic Park movies are bad. I'm just going to say it. Most of them. <laughs> Look at like Jurassic Park 1, an absolute classic. Mm. 2, 3, and I think there was a fourth one before they ripped the band-aid off that fucking series. It was awful. And then the new one, Jurassic World, was like, oh, it's okay, but it's not amazing. I'm so confused, actually, because I remember the first one, but my mistake is that I've read several of the books. These were books first, and they're really good, but I can't remember if the movies are direct. Like, I think Lost World know, is. Dude. You just got real nerdy on me by reading books, mm. so I'm, I'm not paying attention pretty much anymore. You do hate book learning, don't you? Yes, yeah, true. Uh, speaking <laughs> of books, I started watching the new Dexter. Wait, well, my brain just froze books dexter well dexter is based on the book series and in the book series it's all about him raising his son who also has the dark passenger well that's not exactly true as i well, it's not all about it but it does lean into that more and later in the book series right the difference is because it might shock you to know this kavinda but i've read the dexter books because of i fucking... know you have that's why we're having this conversation that's why i said speaking of books a fucking course i have the crazy difference is, so, and we're now we're just going to spoil season one of Dexter <laughs> because that's how this conversation works. LaGuerta, what nah, Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, cutting yeah. you off. No, no, this, no, no, I'm vetoing this hard. We're going to move <laughs> along. This is the end of the episode 43 of Long Live Play. I've been me. Kale's been him. I love cutting him off. It's literally my simple pleasure in life and I'm going to continue to do it as long as I can get away with it for. Dear listeners, hash out your differences with your words, not slaps. Don't slap. Don't slap each other. Unless it's like a, a consensual bedroom activity that you've both agreed upon and you're cool with it. Or unless it's live on front of the world. <laughs> then well, just... yeah. Well, if you're confident that you're not going to get go to jail for battery, mm, then slapping is mm. okay. That's, I think, the consensus. If you're even a little bit hesitant that your actions... Your slaps might lead you to jail time. I'd, I'd advise against it. Just remember, it's domestic violence rules. You've got to keep that hand open. Don't close that fist. It's got to be open. And then, <laughs> then you're fine. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I would usually just punch him through a phone book. But anyway. Uh, get us out of here, Govinda. <laughs> that got dark. Uh, follow us on the things and we might stream at some point. And we have a YouTube you can look at if you want to listen to this again. But watch Kale play Elden Ring. It seems like a vibe. It's uh, a real vibe. The stream's over on YouTube as well if you want to watch the stream that we did where we Kale carried me. The thumbnail's worth it alone, I'm just going to say it. It's a good thumbnail. And maybe we should stream yeah. us beating M Melania. Melania. Wait, that's where we got up to the last time we were streaming. It's true. We yeah, up. it's true. I got to go. <laughs> this is embarrassing for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, signing off. Episode 43. I'm me. Kale's him. Goodbye. Goodbye.